Good morning, good morning, good morning. Well, or good evening, good evening, good evening. Because it depends on when you're listening to me. <laughs> so, how are you today? How you diddling? I am sat here at the moment watching a magpie, a, a biggish bird, black and white bird, and it's in my garden having a drink. I'm watching it through the window. That's quite funny. Oh, and he's now hopped, hopped up onto the bird table to have a little bit of breakfast. Oh. So, hello, magpie. You have to say, good morning, Mr. Magpie. How's your wife? <laughs> just a saying and it's supposed to be good luck so I'm not gonna not say it because I want good luck <laughs> anyway how are you enjoying your Easter holidays you still off school my children are they are off until next week they go back and I am off until Thursday I go back on Thursday party <laughs> so um today have i got anything planned today um more gardening i think yep i'm gonna put my beetroot plants that are inside at the moment in a big pot i'm gonna put them outside um because they're ready to go out i still think they are the prettiest vegetables ever to grow they are beautiful pink stalks with little green leaves at the top so yeah they are definitely very very pretty vegetables to grow and they grow so quickly so that's my my kind of um day planned and this afternoon we're painting stones to put in the garden um we've got some quite big smooth stones that we picked up on the beach a while back and we're going to paint them um and i'm going to let my children paint we've got four i'm going to let my children paint whatever they want on theirs and then i'm going to paint the number of my house with flowers on i think and i'm going to put it right outside my front door <laughs> So that's my afternoon planned as well. So, fun fact of the day. Now, if you remember yesterday, we had a fun fact from a little boy who lives in Germany called Stefan. And his fun fact yesterday was that pigs can't sweat, which I found fascinating. However, he's beaten that fun fact because he sent in another one he's messaged me to say that there is a town in germany where he lives and it has a lego bridge ah, what well i googled this because um i really really wanted to see this lego bridge and it's true there is a bridge in this town in germany that i'm not even going to begin to try and pronounce because i will get it wrong but it is paint it it just looks like it's built from giant lego bricks so you can walk over it and pretend you're a little 
Lego person. <laughs> or you can walk under it and look up at the coloured bricks. Now, it's not really, even though it looks like it's plastic and made of plastic, it is only painted concrete that made to look like Lego bricks. But oh my goodness, it just looks like giant Lego bricks being built. How amazing is that? I would love to go and see that. Thank you very much, Stefan, for sending that in because I would never have known that. And I'm really happy I know that now because I know somewhere that if I ever go to Germany that I am going to visit because I really want to stand underneath it and feel like a little Lego person. <laughs> so... Stefan, you're amazing. Thank you very much. You've sent in two fun facts now and both were just brilliant. You know an awful lot of things, don't you? <laughs> you're a very clever little boy. So, shall we go with my fun fact now as well? See, two for the price of one. Huh. So, there was a lady in Sweden... And in 1995, which was quite a long time ago, she lost her wedding ring while she was cooking. And she was cooking Christmas dinner and she lost her wedding ring. And she doesn't know, she didn't know what she'd done with it, but it just disappeared. Sixteen years later, OK, in 2012 which again is 10 years ago, so quite a long time ago. She was gardening and she found the ring. She pulled out a carrot from the ground and around the carrot she found her wedding ring. Oh, that is amazing. The only, the only explanation is that it must have been lost in vegetable peelings that were then turned into compost so isn't it a good job she just didn't throw her vegetable peelings away in the bin but that she used them to turn into compost for the garden i just imagine pulling up a carrot and finding a, a ring around it that's just amazing I mean it would be amazing anyway but if it was your ring that you found that would just be oh, well totally oh, wow <laughs> so that is my fun fact of the day and I'm sorry that is just oh, breathtaking <laughs> definitely definitely breathtaking so two fun facts one about lego bridges and one about wedding rings and compost and carrots so um shall we read the story now because i think you know that is what we've all come for after all now I will say this is the last, we've come to the last chapter in book one of the Magic Faraway Tree. So book one was called The Enchanted Wood and that is, this is the last chapter. But 
I believe there are four books, at least three, but I think there are four books of um, about the magic faraway tree and the adventures and children and whatever. So we're going to have to find uh, book two so that we can see what other adventures await the children in the enchanted wood and up the faraway tree. <laughs> I will make sure I find book two. But let's carry on and read the last chapter of this one, shall we? So here we go. It's chapter 33 and it's called Safe Back Home Again and Goodbye. <laughs> so if you remember, yesterday we left them playing musical chairs at Beth's party in the land of birthdays. So here we go. The party went on and on. The game of musical chairs was fun for instead of somebody taking a chair away each time the music stopped, the chair took itself away, walked neatly off and stood watching. Silky won that game. She was so quick and light on her feet. A big box of chocolates came flying down through the air to her when she sat down on the very last chair and pushed Moonface away. She was delighted. Let's all have one, she said, and opened the box at once. Whilst they were eating, they saw a most astonishing sight. Look, said Moonface, almost swallowing his chocolate in astonishment. What's this coming? Everyone looked. It seemed like a lot of little brightly coloured men running very upright. What do you suppose they were? Birthday present, shouted What's-His-Name, jumping off his seat in delight. Presents running to us, ready to be unwrapped. Really, those presents were the greatest fun. They were like little gift-wrapped boxes on tiny legs, dodging away, trying not to be caught. Everyone ran after them, laughing and shouting. One by one, the happy little boxes were caught and then they were unwrapped and opened. Oh my goodness, what special things there were inside. I've got a brooch in the shape of the faraway tree, cried Franny, pinning it on herself. I want one too, said her doll. Well, you must catch a present then, Paranel, said Franny, and how she laughed to see her doll running about after a red birthday present box. Paranel caught one at last and brought it back to Franny. Inside, there was a teddy bear-shaped brooch, which Paranel was simply delighted with. Joe found a shining silver whistle inside his present. When he blew it, it sounded just like all the birds in the enchanted wood. He was very happy with it. Moonface found a special squeaker that sounded just like a cat meowing and made the old saucepan man go hunting for cats all the time. Naughty Moonface. He pressed his squeaker behind the saucepan man and laughed till he cried, Darren calling, Puss, 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 and looking under chairs and tables. Silky's clock wanted a present too, so it ran after one, 
and trod on one to catch it. It held it with his foot and unwrapped it with Silky. What do you suppose was in it? A tiny, tiny can of oil. Just the thing to oil your clockwork wheels and springs with, said Silky in delight. The clock was very pleased. It chimed twenty two times without stopping, much to the walking doll's astonishment. They played hide and seek and immediately the most exciting bushes and trees sprang up everywhere to hide behind. Oh, really, the birthday land was the most exciting country to be in. Then they played pin the tail on the donkey and a giant toy donkey and a big fluffy tail appeared out of nowhere. Then they thought they would have races and hey presto they saw a crowd of small cars drive up ready to be raced in. In got everyone choosing the car they liked best. There was even a tiny one for Perinel the doll and an extra one for Silky's clock who joined in the fun and ding-donged merrily all the time. The old saucepan man won the race though he dropped a few saucepans on the way. Moonface handed him a box of toffee that had appeared for the winner. You've won he said. Run said the saucepan man. All right, I'll run. And he ran and ran just to show how fast he could run when he wanted to. What a noise he made with his kettles and saucepans clattering all around him. Supper time, supper time, shouted Moonface suddenly. And he pointed to a wonderful sight. About a hundred toadstools had suddenly grown up and appearing on them were jugs of all kinds of delicious drinks and cakes and fruit. Smaller toadstools grew beside the big ones. Oh, they are for seats, cried Silky, sitting down on one and helping herself to some acorn aid. I'm hungry. Come on, everyone. Beth flew down from the air. Oh, she did love flying. Franny ran up with her doll who followed her everywhere, talking in her little high voice. Joe galloped up on his pony. Everyone was very happy. It began to get dark, but nobody minded because big lanterns suddenly shone out everywhere in the trees and bushes. As they sat and ate, there came a loud bang, bang. Perinel cuddled up to Franny, frightened. Silky's clock tried to get on Silky's knee, scared, but she pushed it off. What's that? said Joe, patting his frightened pony. Fireworks! Fireworks! shouted the angry pixie in delight. Look! Look! And there in front of them were the fireworks, setting themselves off beautifully. Rockets flew high and sizzled down in coloured stars. Firework wheels whizzed round and around. Firecrackers popped and banged and jumped around. It was splendid to watch. This is the loveliest birthday party I've 
ever heard of, said Beth happily, flapping her big wings as she sat and watched the fireworks. Lovely things to eat, wishes that come true, exciting games, splendid presents, and now fireworks. We have to go home at midnight, said Moonface, pushing away Silky's clock, which was trying to sit on his toadstool with him. How shall we know when it's midnight? asked Franny, thinking that it really was time her doll went to bed. They knew all right, because when midnight came, Silky's clock stood up and chimed loudly twelve times. Dong, 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 dong. To the ladder, to the ladder, cried Moonface, hurrying everyone there. The birthday land will soon be on the move. The ladder was there. Everyone climbed down it and called goodbye. The elves took cushions and slid off down the slippery slip. Mr Whiskers got his beard caught round one of the legs of Moonface's sofa and nearly took that with him down the slide. Moonface just stopped it in time and unwound his beard. What about my pony? asked Joe anxiously. Do you suppose he will mind sliding down Moonface? Well, he can't climb down the tree and he certainly wouldn't like going down in the washing basket, said Moonface. So they sat the surprised pony on a cushion and he slid down in the greatest astonishment, wondering what in the world was happening to him. Franny slid down with her sleepy doll on her knee. Beth carefully took off her wings and folded them up. She didn't want to have them spoiled. She wanted to use them every day. She was very proud of them. The pony arrived on the cushion of moss quite safely. Joe mounted him. It was dark in the wood, but the moon was just rising and they would be able to see their way home quite well. Goodbye, called Moonface from the top of the tree. We've had a lovely time. Goodbye, called Silky. Ding dong, said her clock sleepily. Take care of yourself, shouted What's-His-Name. Moonface pressed his squeaker loudly and then giggled to hear the saucepan man called. Puss, puss, puss. Wherever is that cat? Slishy, sloshy, slishy, sloshy. Good gracious, was that Dame Washalot doing washing already? Joe dodged away on his pony and the girls ran from the tree. Mr Whiskers got the water all over him for he was standing nearby and he was most upset. Come on, girls, said Joe laughing. We really must go home. We shall never wake up in the morning. So they went home once more through the enchanted wood with the moon shining pale and cold between the trees. Wisho, 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 whispered the leaves. Joe put his pony into the field outside the cottage. Franny undressed Paranel and put her into her doll's bed. Beth put her wings carefully into a drawer. They all undressed and got sleepily into bed. Oh, good night, they said. What a lovely day it's been. We are lucky to live near the enchanted wood. They were, weren't they? Perhaps they will have more adventures one day. But now we must say goodbye to them and leave them 
fast asleep, dreaming of the land of birthdays and all the lovely things that happened there. <laughs> well, there we go. We now have um, finished book one. So, book two is called, instead of called, being called The Enchanted Wood, we have The Magic Faraway Tree. That's what it's called. And there are four. I'm just looking now. And it says, um, what's that one? The Folk of the Faraway Tree is book three. And Up the Faraway Tree is book four. So there we go. So book two will be next. But hey, we might read something different. So um, tomorrow, let's see what we can find to read mm. or shall we read book two you choose you tell me <laughs> anyway that 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 is um the end of that book so You tell me what you fancy tomorrow. Send me a message. Let me know. And don't forget, send me some more fun facts in. Don't just leave it to Stefan. Poor Stefan. He can't keep sending fun facts in. Other people need to send them in too. <laughs> so, you all have the most wonderful day. Whatever you are planning to do. Okay. And, oh, let's see. Um, make sure that you enjoy whatever you're doing today and most of all, make sure you take care and stay safe. <laughs> Come back and join me tomorrow, all of you, and I will see you then. Bye for now.